Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pat and John on their best behavior. I'm John. And I'm Pat. And this is the podcast in which two college friends bond with and berate each other over the films and music they love, from Paddington to pop punk to Paul Thomas Anderson. And speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, today's guest is not here to talk about Paul Thomas Anderson. However, on the uh, very extensive list of things that she sent us that she could possibly talk about, Paul Thomas Anderson was near the top of the list. And I, I this does actually, this will very quickly, um, uh, what's I'm looking for, uh, transition, segue into uh, how we arrived at this. But that was my segue into introducing our guests. So that's where we are with that. Um, today on the podcast, um, we have a writer uh, and uh, music critic or film critic um, at uh, Slash Film and Paste Magazine. She is the host of uh, Your Niche is Dead, which is a radio show on uh, KPIS FM. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Lex Briscuso. Is it Hello. really called KPIS? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It cool. is the golden stream, as we call it. Oh, incredible. I know, right? <laughs> That's good. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for joining us. What, well, thank you, you say- so much. Th- That's really nice, by the way. No one ever comes in with just a bright elocution yeah, of true. thank you so much for, le- for, for, for having me on here. I mean, you might be the first in like 78 episodes to do that. I'm Get very, out. I'm extremely upset at previous guests right yeah. now. It's as if we had to, some like, which essentially... I'm very close to, and I fucking hate them right now. It's it's <laughs> as if we had to essentially, like, figuratively, or maybe in some cases, literally, like, drag them, you know, by their collars, uh, yeah, and screaming to uh, spend yeah. an hour to an hour and fifteen minutes with us. Um, it's as yeah, and if, then oh, and then speaking. and then the text the day later. Oh, hey, that was so much fun, but it's like. Yeah. Where was this in the show? Yeah. Where was the enthusiasm? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I am probably one of the most enthusiastic people you're ever going to meet. I literally am like, I hate when people are like, it's so uncool to care. I'm very into sure. caring about things. So sure. I'm sure. very excited to be here. I was very thrilled when John asked me and oh, I'm that's stoked. So, great to hear. so caring is free. <laughs> Kindness is free. You know, sure. there you go. more of that. That is true. More of that. Exactly. Sure. Amen, man. So we why don't you say a little bit about uh, your niche is dead? Because um, I think that probably like to some degree is like a good summation, I think, of like who you are, like as a arts appreciator. Um, maybe that's, that's, yeah. that's the thesis that I'm putting uh, forth just based on what I've heard from it. But um, sure. what, what is yeah. what is the show? What is KPIS FM? Uh, yeah. What's the deal? Okay, yeah. So Your Niche is Dead is a horror and genre radio show that I host every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, And it is a place where I cover um, horror and genre stuff that I find to be really fucking cool. Um, And I also intersplice it usually with a lot of 
um, rock and roll that I mm -hmm. also find to be very cool. Um, so that's sort of, you know, like my little uh, passion project. Mm -hmm. um, and we are on KPIS FM, which is an internet radio station originally based here in uh, Brooklyn, which is where I am. Um, <laughs> I say here and then I realize there's two other people on this podcast <laughs> who are not in Brooklyn. Brooklyn um, is the center yeah. of the universe, no. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I used to be based here in Brooklyn pre-pandemic. And then um, once the pandemic hit, um, our station manager, who was also based here in Brooklyn, moved back to Canada. Um, and so she kind of took, yeah, took the home base with her because mm -hmm. um, we used to have a really cool RV space that we actually um recorded all of our um sessions and went live Hell out yeah. of so yeah it was awesome all of our like uh um, she miss hockey stuff. or something <laughs> <laughs> it kind of got a little pricey i guess to live here and she was working retail and stuff and mm. you know a lot of people kind of unfortunately lost their jobs and stuff you know in the beginning of the pandemic that is mocking so... playing a violin right yeah. now which i think is yeah, very rude was... <laughs> yeah oh boy was... economy's like, tough what? oh boy <laughs> It's hard out there, I guess. <laughs> I see a lot of help wanted signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where are you going? Yeah. Hello? She, uh, so, you I, know, it was pay paying rent on another space was, I guess, the hard part because we had like a literal lot, a corner lot where we housed that RV. Wow. So, yeah, so it ended up being the RV itself was like old and like, you know, you're not really like putting any money into that you know it's the equipment mainly and making sure that everything is connected to power right but mainly you're paying for that space so she was kind of like unfortunately because we have the capability to go live from our house our homes from the computer you know yeah. You kind of, kind of got to give it up. So we've kind of been doing it all from like our bedrooms or wherever people want to go live from since the pandemic started. So, uh, we had that cool space for a while and then it kind of went bye-bye, but the independent spirit of the station is still like really alive and well. And That's it's awesome. definitely like a, yeah, a huge refuge for me and a really cool place where I can kind of like highlight things that I find to be exciting. I do a lot of interviews and mm -hmm. um, like kind of review conversations and also just general, like shooting the shit with my friends and people that I love who, you know, have similar interests to me, enjoy similar projects and stuff. I just had a friend on literally on Monday who has a show the next day actually and we both happen to really be into this new adult swim show that I wanted to highlight so mm -hmm. you know it's really nice to be able to kind of like have that connection with um not only like artists in the space but also friends who yeah. share similar interests so it's just a great you know little outlet that I have I'm really lucky to have it that's awesome yeah and it seems like just based on like what I know about you based on like what I see you write about or talk about like on Twitter it seems like that is a good like that's a good splicing of like two of your like main interests like the yeah. rock music combined with like talking about horror uh and stuff like that totally and like I'm definitely like a uh equal opportunity film buff like I'm not just into horror but mm -hmm. I definitely will say that like horror has totally taken over my life in the last like sure. since I graduated college which is like going on like eight years now um so it's definitely become like a really huge part of of my identity and yeah. you know my work I'm uh, the head of social media at Dread Central and Dread Presents um which Dread Central is an editorial website for horror and Dread Presents is um a uh movie studio that produces horror films so gotcha. uh you know it's kind of like really integrated and that's you know on top of my work at slash film and i've got an idea so. for a horror film do you 
Yeah, it's a fucking great. Okay. You're going to share it's it about, here, or is it too good to... No, I'll, I'll share it, because <laughs> okay. no one's going to make it as right. good as me. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's exactly. A, it's about uh, personal trainers that kill their clients. Hmm. I like that. But it's all I'm about, like- but it's all about like the obsession of the body and like, there's like great gags, like, um, you know, like that, that like detox, like tummy tea that like, mm-hmm. like influencers pedal. There's like a, there's like a poison version of that. There's like mm-hmm. drop, dropping the weights on people's heads like locking them in the sauna and turning that shit up like oh yeah. shit yeah it's a little yeah. it's giving me kind of american psycho vibes and i yeah, really yeah, like yeah. that yeah. yeah it's got like that kind of like obsession with the body sort of thing i'm feeling it yeah. i'm very into it i hope that we see more of this from you pat sure you know i want to know more so sure i'm well i'll work on it <laughs> And then if your friends at Dread Central want to drop me like 50K, I'll make it for 50K. That's easy. That's so generous of you. Oh my gosh. You. That's so generous. <laughs> so, so altruistic. So altruistic. Yeah, really. Yeah, you're like, I can do this for you. This is all that I need. Right. So, oh, man. So what you're here to talk about, Lex, is not something that you necessarily cover on Your Niche is Dead. Um, although I Correct. guess there's some rock. We we, we, we can talk about that. But it, it isn't exactly, it doesn't really fit into that. Um, you are here to talk about the music of and the identity of and the essence of Harry Styles, one Harry Styles. Now, yes! I, of course, want to hear from you on this topic. But I actually want to start with Pat. Because as I mentioned <laughs> sure. earlier, as I mentioned earlier, Lex... Um, you know, I reached out to Lex because I knew that I wanted to have her on the show and I knew that there was a lot of things that she could talk about. So I really said, you know, like give, you know, you can feel free to send me like however many topics you feel like you could talk about. And then I can talk about, you know, like what, what is, what will will be the best for our purposes. And, um, Lex sent a, a really incredible list of, of, of stuff that really like, yeah, it was it was probably one of the best like lists of this type that we've gotten from guests because it can be sometimes hard to like get it out even though people like are super interested in stuff when you ask them like what do you want to talk about people like understandably freeze up because they're like I don't know I don't know anything about anything I just like <laughs> I bullshit you know about all this stuff so you sent us a list of stuff which includes uh, and it's not limited to but includes things like the aforementioned Paul Thomas Anderson Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Step Brothers, First Reformed, A Clockwork Orange, Blair Witch Project, um, Found Footage Horror. However, and I, I had an idea of what could work or some things that could work, but I, I uh, conferred with Pat on this. And Pat, bypassing all of the things that are probably more immediately in his wheelhouse, <laughs> said, how about Harry Styles? And I didn't ask him about this when he when he said this, but I but I, I wanted to I now I'm asking, what made you pick that, Pat? Because I was kinda surprised by you selecting that. So what 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 drew you to Harry Styles as as a topic? Because I should say, we kind of intentionally tend to stay away from some of like the really totemic stuff, like the the, the Taylor Swifts, the Star Wars. We haven't even talked about Lord of the Rings yet, even though we're like huge Lord of the Rings fans. Like oh, those, same. those those big things, like we tend to like 
that's not to say we don't talk about popular things like we talked about Titanic, you know, but we tend to like stay away from like the stuff. That yeah, I love that. Like oh, go. yeah. We don't talk about totemic <laughs> things. We had an episode yeah. about Titanic. Like, yeah, it's... well, currently totemic things, um, things that you you're know, specific about it. We try to be we try to like, you know, switch things up and maybe talk about things that I don't know, aren't as much like, you know, currently being talked about on in, in the landscape of pop culture and like on in stand culture or whatever. So Harry that's Styles fair. kind of does fall into that to some degree so yeah so again i was just i was pleasantly surprised by that because that's also what i was drawn toward from your Mm. list so we had like the the hive mind was was operating there so pat why why harry styles from that list well i think uh hmm you know i've read a lot about like i've like read a lot about his music Mm -hmm. and the sort of musicians and albums that um have been mentioned alongside of his work have been very like, Oh, like, okay. I like that. Like the Eagles, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I, when I see like the Eagles or like Fleawood Mac or like, you know, kind of like sun kissed California. Sure. Sure. Rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, that, that all is great for me, but I just never listened to the music. Um, and then, um, but I, I knew of One Direction because, um, what's it called? Uh, you know, I worked at a summer camp, right? And, <laughs> yeah. And the song. Nothing, nothing needs more be said. <laughs> what makes you beautiful, right? Mm. That's, mm-hmm. that's a, that's, that was played many, 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 many times. Oh, yes. Because it's very appropriate for summer camp, lyrics-wise, totally. content-wise. Yes. yes. Kind of and, all of their um, music is. It's like it is yeah, like yeah, yeah, summer yeah. embodied. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's the point. Um, right. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I was very interested. Like, I wanted to do this for myself, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love and, that. Oh, God. And I have to tell you guys some. We'll get to this. We'll get to this. But I have I, I, I watched something over the weekend that I had never heard about before. I never heard about this, but we can talk about this later. But there was there is Harry Styles fan fiction. Oh yeah, that has been made into oh, a yeah. movie. Did uh-huh. you know this, John? I did not know this. There is no. a studio movie uh, on Netflix. Yeah, and it is Harry Styles fan fiction. And do you know how many there? There's three of them. <laughs> Three separate films. It's a series. Oh, yeah. A trilogy. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. series. It's a yeah, it's a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. The only thing what? I knew about Harry Styles fan fiction, or the only thing I know that's adjacent to it, is that reference to it on that episode of Euphoria. Such a good reference. Yeah. It was a, a great moment for yeah. them. I was like, "Good job, guys. Yeah. This is this makes a lot of sense in yeah. the scheme of things." Yeah. But um, uh, Pat is right. There is uh, a film, and we can we can touch on it. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, that might be the following three episodes um, of this podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like it ha- it'll have to be. Um, okay, well, let me, I'm going to throw it over to Lex then. So, uh, to the, why why Harry Styles? So, you are, would you self-describe yourself as a Harry Styles stan? Yeah, probably, okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess to answer your question, like, why and all of that, um, I've been a fan of his since he was 16 years old on X Factor. Okay. So it's like literally been from 
the very moment that the five of them competed in that contest mm-hmm. um so it's been a long time it's been 11 years mm-hmm. um and like he's just um a really charismatic and sweet person mm-hmm. who really actually gives a shit about other people and is not putting it on um genuinely likes things and enjoys things um which i think like i said uh to you guys earlier caring is cool mm-hmm. um and just yeah in general great songwriter great musician great performer um and just yeah as a person just an incredible person mm-hmm. um would you say and... that he is your favorite artist musician uh who that's tough because i guess like as a solo artist yeah probably mm-hmm. um i love a lot of bands so mm-hmm. you know i have a lot of like, yeah, favorite hard. bands yeah. yeah it's hard to pick but definitely like i mean certainly up there in the top for yeah. sure and you probably have um, a specific just relationship with his music and a particular type of like adoration for his music that you might not necessarily share for others that might you know be considered like your favorite artist is that is that fair to say or accurate yeah, to say? totally yeah it's definitely a different um it's definitely like a different love mm-hmm. than some of the other ones like um another favorite 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 um band of mine is arctic monkeys mm. i actually was kind of ticked at myself that i forgot to put them on that list mm. um <laughs> i was like that would have been a good one to throw that would have been fun yeah that would have been a- well hey listen yeah. i'm always willing to come back perfect but um (laughs) but uh like it's certainly a different and that's another you know band that i feel like very very strongly about similarly to harry and it's certainly a different love it's definitely a different like you said a different adoration it's it's just um yeah it's on a different level i mean i definitely don't um i don't travel for a lot of people i don't uh (laughs) i don't empty my wallet for a lot of people (laughs) in this world Um, so <laughs> Pat's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah. So w- would you describe <laughs> what you, what you love about Harry and what you appreciate about his, appreciate about his, his music and him as a person? Is that, does that tend to be like what other people who identify as Harry Styles stands or fans? Like, is, is that kind of their general logline? I guess that's probably the logline for why a lot of people love musicians or artists to the extent that they do but i this is something that i honestly like i wasn't even aware that there were like harry styles stands to the extent that there were like i knew about the i knew about the taylor stands i knew about the ariana grande stands Um, john knew about the barbs because he's fought with them so many times yeah i was in the trenches um but oh my god i just feel like overnight i think it was honestly around the time that i started following you on twitter and then i have another writer Mm -hmm. friend another like person who's in like the mfa sphere who's also Mm -hmm. and i feel like that happens like around the same time and then suddenly i became aware of the fact that there was like this whole but i should say unlike a lot of other iterations of stand culture my impressions of the harry style stands is that is is positive as of right now as of right now now that might change if i get too deep in the weeds but as of right now it's 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 a positive one it's definitely it's an interesting like fandom quote-unquote to be a part of mm-hmm. um because can you imagine much... when he and olivia wilde break up and they all are like drinking buddies is the worst movie of all yeah. time like <laughs> yeah they're tanking the letterbox stuff. yeah <laughs> i'm like 
Uh, Pat, how did you know that was the least exciting topic <laughs> that I wanted to talk about? No, um, that's so funny that you bring that up to drinking buddies of all of her movies. <laughs> like literally drinking buddies. I mean, I like that movie, so I'm saying like <laughs> Yeah, we're you're like it's that. I'm gonna, it's gonna go yeah. it's gonna it's gonna tank on Letterboxd. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna tank. Um I, Book Smart is just a copycat of Super Bad. There's nothing redeemable I mean, about yeah, this I mean, movie. Yeah, spot spot the lie there. No, it is true. That's not a joke. And I honestly, I've actually always, from the second I saw Book Smart, because there's nothing wrong with Book Smart. It's a fine movie. Um, but well, you what's can't... wrong is that I spent seven dollars <laughs> at Village <laughs> East Cinemas. You know, <laughs> seven is a bargain. Holy shit! You should be happy. Yeah. I don't think That's it was cheap. seven. Let's be okay. real. My date paid for it, and I just showed up. So wow, I just go, that's Shit. rude. That was my girlfriend at the time. That's <laughs> fucked up. Okay, yeah, that makes a little more sense because I was like, "Damn, she paid for your ticket." Yeah, wow. But if you guys were together, and I was, right, and I was fine. not allowed to critique it after. Oh, <laughs> so that's hilarious to me. Yeah. Oh man, because like I had so many critiques after. Well, yeah. Well, you you guys weren't even there for the Great War of um, what was the Mindy Kaling and uh, the the movie where Mindy Kaling was like trying to be in the writers' room oh. with Helen. Oh, with uh, a late night, I think it's late called. night. Oh, yeah. yeah, you guys weren't even there for the great the great critic the the battle after that film, the great skirmish after that. I film. think I saw some sort of mushroom cloud uh, at yeah, some point. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, you remind me of me when I'm like panning stuff. If I have to like, if I have to review a movie and it's bad, I'm like, yeah. Sure. So, uh... sure. <laughs> um, but to circle back. Yes. To, thank you. Someone uh, has to Harry <laughs> circle back by EOD. Yeah, I'm listen. I'm normally extremely bad at circling back. So I'm patting myself on the shoulder for this no, one right now. Um, <laughs> but to circle back to it, um, it's definitely an interesting fandom to be in. I definitely think like, like you said, like the log line of like why people love him is certainly like his positivity and his commitment to kindness. And, you know, of course he's an incredible musician. He's incredibly talented. His like voice has literally grown so much since he was a child. He's an incredible singer now. Like it's just kind of a full package deal. I haven't once said yet in this whole time that he's attractive. So go me. Mm. Um, that's obviously part of it. Um, I mean, I, that's okay. <laughs> no, I, mean, I listen. You think I need your permission, Pat? No yeah, one needs any back to the any permission. Back to the late night me, thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally know it's okay. But of course, like that's like I think um, when you're not like a super fan or stan or whatever you want to call it that's sort of the thing that people default to him yeah like about him a lot is just that he's like just naturally just incredibly attractive and yeah. like i don't ever want that to like be what people think is the focus of why i care about him so much totally. just because like i mean it totally is and like john you've probably seen my key smashing on twitter <laughs> like about like how hot he is in certain pictures <laughs> when they come out and like sure. whatever it's just the way it is it's just life i'm sorry i can't help that yeah however <laughs> that's certainly not the only reason why i love him <laughs> yeah. um and I, it's definitely not the only reason and certainly a common misconception about why a lot of the people who consider themselves stands or right. like hardcore Listen, fans he's love him. 
listen, he's very listen, but he he cares about the art, you know. He's like the Beatles. He does. You know, yeah. it's just it's just coincidence that they're hot. Yeah. You it's know what true. I mean? It's true. The Beatles were very hot. It was a confusing time for me in like middle school. Sure. It was hard for me to 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 deal. I was into every single one of them. Yeah. Sure. I mean, how do you so, think it was for teenage girls in the 60s? I mean, my god. <laughs> Genuinely, I uh like feel like my adolescence was very similar because I came into loving them around that time when a lot of girls back then were coming into loving them. Yeah. And similarly with like how One Direction came up sort of in that age group where girls were kind of falling in love with them at that time at like 12, 13. And yeah, like, sure. The be- it was definitely like that for the Beatles for me too. That's another like big one for me as far as favorite bands. Yeah. And One Direction just fo- uh, followed such a similar trajectory and it was just hard not to continue right. to love them, you know, throughout the course of their career. They make incredible music and Harry just kind of has an incredible songwriting bone in him. So yeah. it was easy to like follow him into his solo career and you know find things to love about his music because it also just is so influenced by a lot of artists that I really love because that's sort of that Fleetwood Mac era and all of that kind of stuff a lot of the influences that I sent you guys Shuggy Otis like Jerry Rafferty like all of that stuff like it's just stuff that I enjoy anyway yeah like outside of 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 his music so which that's a that is a good segue into the next segment but I'm going to I'm gonna uh I'm gonna bypass that segue for a second to say Pat um right now oh or let, let's just say that the pandemic will end if you can name all members of oh, one direction God. easy easy zane what, what are their, what harry, are their names? zane harry liam nile lewis Wow. Close, close, close. Oh, no. It's Louie. It's pronounced Louie. Oh, who gives a shit? It's really not Louis, because people will come for you. Oh. <laughs> what well, is it is it spelled? Is it is it spelled? It's spelled Lewis, so it's fine. He he gets it. It it's a win. It's a point. It's fine. He gets England, it. It's, UK it's a made up country. Like, who the fuck cares? It does it's not I, real. I Wikipedia this all today. <laughs> he was like, I know John, and he is gonna ask He's me. Like, John, like, I will show I, you I do I was my homework. Like, I was remembering like Zane. I remember when Zane's yeah. first song came out. Yeah, because um, he left the he band. Left, like, he left before... the band over creative it... differences, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and yeah, I guess unfortunately he's like back in the news again. Um, yes. Do you know Is... that, John? I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, you know, oh God, John, get with the fucking times, man. Sorry, I'm, so, I'm in grad school. So, Pat. so, um, so you, you know, know so you know, Gigi Hadid. You know, Gigi Hadid I and do. Zane. Yes. They yes. have a baby together. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Gigi and Bella's mom, Yolanda Hadid, oh, famous I, yes, supermodel. Okay. Yep, I, I'm. Who also had Lyme disease. This. this was a little while which ago. Which I'm this sure the while ago. Which I'm sure the spat was over Lyme disease. <laughs> sure. Um, what that's spat making, is in about? Lyme I shouldn't disease. make fun of that. That's really terrible. Oh, um, no, but it was you. Do you know that it was like a whole point of contention on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Yolanda was on it several years ago because they thought she was faking it. So it's funny that I mean, you bring it up like that <laughs> because they were like, um, it seems a little <laughs> sus, like half of your kids have it and half of them don't. I mean, I've been saying that about like Pat's half of the time. I've been saying that about Pat's peanut allergy for 77 episodes now. Yeah, I can't make fun of autoimmune diseases because ultimately the jokes <laughs> fall back on me. So yeah. um, it's true. It's true. It's true. We're sorry, Yolanda. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, and then I don't know. Have any of them other had? Have any of the other ones had careers or no? Yeah. So really, kind of the way it's been now is sort of Harry is like very much on top. He just announced. Cute, cute, Pat. Um, (laughs) He just announced a reschedule of his European tour and rescheduled a bunch of the dates to be stadiums. So he's the Mm. first one to be like going this level, sort of. Does he need Um, an opener? Because Pat and I are probably sure. Around we'll just do stand up for thirty minutes. Yeah, (laughs) I genuinely would love that so fucking much. Well, I mean, you're you're the most you're the most uh, well equipped to make that happen. Yeah. Listen, John John and I will do an acoustic cover of champagne supernova after 30 minutes of of stand-up yeah um that would be really i would love that that would be beautiful honestly well stay posted all right sick um (laughs) so he's sort of like the only one who has this level of fame i would say that niall kind of comes second after him because he yeah because he has had a few albums now and he also plays like very nice like acoustic guitar music sure uh-huh. um and has kind of come out of the woodwork as a really nice songwriter um but as far as like zane his real reason for leaving the band was like he has like insane anxiety and like couldn't deal with touring and playing live and stuff uh-huh. so he has two albums that are both really great but he refuses to tour them so they don't make a lot of money and the label doesn't invest in him at pretty much at all gotcha. um and then louis has always been kind of like not a great singer and sure. stuff. Don't tell so him that. I know. I feel bad for him, but he's kind of like just only had one album out and he's been pushing for his first tour and he's finally starting it like in a few days. So it's wow. kind of been slow going for him. And then with Liam, he kind of, he's a great singer and always has been, but sort of has wasted his musical talent um, and kind of wants to do like a lot of like club rap bullshit. Uh-oh. Um, and it's Good luck. terrible. Yeah. I wish him well. Yeah. I know he uh, he's done a lot of, you know, collabs with like kind of like popular people in that space of music and stuff. And it's just not good. And it's a shame because he was always a very good singer. Him and Zayn were like the best ones in X Factor, like before they were ever famous. It was very clear that they were both just born good singers. Um, And it's sort of a shame for Liam. But yeah, Harry is definitely I'm just flexing my knowledge i guess at this point <laughs> harry is definitely the uh is definitely the uh the biggest star of all of them and he's only getting bigger he has like two movies coming out this year right. probably a new album like yeah. you know he's kind of playing stadiums now he's playing wembley in london and one direction played there sold it out several times so it's a pretty big deal that he's playing by himself and yeah, yeah he's definitely kind of the the most famous one he's doing okay in, in, yeah, he's in, doing in decent. Is he's doing okay? Um, well, mm-hmm. let's get let's get into the 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 music, the meat and potatoes of this. So, um, so Lex uh, made a um, made a playlist for for Pat and me, um, just as kind of like a, a just introduction because we I, th- I think I guess we both had not listened to very much of his music at all. Is that correct, Pat? Oh yeah, yeah. I had I think I had heard wa- Watermelon Sugar, and I think that's it um makes sense yeah um so yeah so lex made us a a playlist that consisted of some choice cuts from both um his self-titled album which came out in 2017 correct um and then nice job john thank you and then his sophomore album uh thin thin line 
Fin line? Fine line. Fine line. Fuck, I was doing so well. <laughs> fin line! But it did yeah. come out in 2019, is that correct? Yes. Okay, there we go. Redeem myself. Um, and then she <laughs> also included a couple songs that are um, that are kind of like inspirations for, um, or from artists who are sort of inspirations for Harry's music or the current iteration of Harry's music. So we're going to start by listening to one of those songs, and then we'll do what we normally do, which is uh, ping pong back and forth between some of Lex's uh, choices and then uh, some picks from me and Pat as well. Um, so what is the song that we're going to listen to as sort of like an inspiration to sort of like set the table to dive into Harry's solo music, Lex? I believe we chose Kiwi, correct? Um, Am oh, I crazy? No, sorry, for the, the inspiration, the song that's the inspiration. Oh, shit, my bad. No, um, okay. I I believe we chose Astro This podcast is over. <laughs> Patrick is like, get her Fuck off. Fuck it, who cares? Um, <laughs> We chose, or I chose, Astral Weeks yes. by Van Morrison. Okay. Um, so yeah. we'll listen to a little bit of that. and then you Free Northern Ireland. Bit. We'll listen. <laughs> we'll listen. <laughs> exactly. Not on this podcast. Um, we'll listen to uh, a minute or so of that, and then you can talk a little bit about, you know, sort of where you see this influence playing out in, um, in Harry's music. Um, so For this sure. is Astral Weeks by Van Morrison. I know this is obviously a very famous song, but this is on something as well. What do you mean? This is, like, it's, this is in a movie. I feel oh, like. probably. Probably. I don't know which, though. Books weren't. <laughs> I hope not. Could you find me? I think this might be in Rushmore. Is it? A Wes Anderson. I'm, in, I think this I'm embarrassed if it's film. not. If it if it is, and I don't remember. I might be wrong. You know what it is? There is a uh, Van Morrison song at the end of Royal Tenenbaums. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but it might not be. It closes it out. Everyone, though, so not the same okay. one. From the far side of the ocean, have I put the wheels in motion? Do you know Van Morrison, Pat? Well, I know you know it, but do you, are, is that, was that something that was in rotation at the house at all? No, not really. No, same. Same here. This album in general is no skips, baby. I've, yeah, I have heard that about this album. I've heard some, some cuts from it, but I've not heard the entire thing. It's incredible. Um, okay, so what uh, what aspect of like this, what we just heard, do you feel like is... Uh, yeah, is in some ways like informative or formative for um, Harry's solo music. He's talked about this album being a huge influence for him, like at length, mm-hmm. um, uh, several different interviews talking about Fine Line and sort of, you know, why and how kind what of. What kind of British accent does he have? Is it like a, is it like a na- nice <laughs> one or is it stuff. like a, like an orc in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's definitely not like an orc in Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's sort of funny because he's lived in well and now he's back in london but he lived in california for like a while and kind of like just got in with like a lot of california people and a lot of people are like wow he has no accent now and he still does but it's very mild almost Mm. um but he's from like the manchester he's ashamed of of prince andrew so he he wanted to just tone it down just (laughs) a bit for the best until until the heat heat died down a little bit (laughs) <laughs> oh my 
my gosh. Yeah, he's from like the Manchester area. So oh, it's a little, okay. a little bit northern, but it's sure. not like. He's like, not like you, a Gallagher brother, you know? He's no. Not like, okay. No, exactly. Okay. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have like that classic northern accent. Um, sure. It's nice though. I certainly like listening to him talk. He's a slow talker. Um, so oh, that's it takes true. About 40... I have noticed that. Uh-huh. Thank you. As someone who's not a fan, that cracks me up that you were like, yes, agreed. That's so funny. It just kind of goes with I his would... like overall essence. Like he just seems like a he's very careful about what he they says and how he says it. Always used to rag on him uh during like One Direction Press all the time. They're like, Hello? <laughs> Speed it we, up. We got places he's to just... be. Yeah, he's just a slow talker. But just anyway, some forty-five years. To say you shit. were saying b- b- yes. about Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so about Van Morrison. Um, yeah, he's spoken about this at length and kind of how it's been like a huge influence for him. I think the big thing about uh, this particular song and sort of like the album as a whole um, for Astral Weeks is like it's very much a story album. It's very much like a a concept. Like before we sort of like talked about concept albums like we talked about them um it's very much about you know someone kind of like loving and losing um and I think that was something that like is so it's something that's so prevalent in Harry's work um both the self-titled uh debut album and also fine line fine line is very much I feel like it's so he was like I'm trying to do like the astral weeks thing with it because it very much is also a story of love and loss it's very obvious the through line um and i feel like he kind of really took that on and took that inside him when he went into write and kind of let his his own impulses um just sort of fly from that because obviously the music isn't the same he's not going for the same exact sound there's some similarities here we could say like if you look at like canyon moon for example on um on fine line some of the more acoustic driven songs right you have very much more of a like sounds like a candle (laughs) (laughs) you have very much more like a 60s vibe to it and stuff like that so there's there's definitely those sounds there so i feel like astral weeks is as a song and sort of just because it is the 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 title track um it's just very much like a it's a it's a good entry point um to sort of understanding what he was looking to do i think and what he looks to do yeah in his music because he's very much a guy who you know is especially being so public he's so private but finds um a place to talk about the things that you know he otherwise would not talk about but in the music so yeah. um so i feel like astral weeks is just so he just wanted to take sort of that story and and turn that kind of concept into his own thing yeah i was struck when i was listening to the albums because i listen to the albums because i'm just like i'm an albums guy that's what i do yeah you know sure. it's, just, mm-hmm. it's just who i sure. am it's my essence um i was sure. struck by the fact <laughs> i'm a that leaks were... guy yeah that's yeah that's a, <laughs> you know what a i Lucy, mean i like the Lucy. leaks yeah yeah <laughs> He likes 128 rips of uh of, of leaks. Yeah, I like I like I like SoundCloud playlists yeah. made by 12-year-olds. Right. With 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 anime pictures. It's the, a voice like, memo yeah, recording of a of a 128 rip of a YouTube yeah. video of a yeah. leak. Yeah. yeah put Playboy over some Cardi bass boosted. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm with like guy. a hentai picture. Yes. Yes. Album yes. Art. Okay, so how did you know Pat's phone background? It's so weird. <laughs> um but uh, anyway, I was struck by the fact that there is like a the albums are conceptual in a lot of ways. Like they are in very like they're it's it's pretty standard like pop 
fair in terms of like the stuff that is being discussed, but just in the way that they're sequenced, I was I was really struck by that because I wasn't expecting that. And that's kind of like my general takeaway was like I really expected based on watermelon sugar, based on just like, I don't know, my assumption on like what a former essentially a former boy band, you know, mm-hmm. person, like what his the second iteration of his like career or what his solo career would look like. It would just be like kind of like another like poptimist, essentially. Yeah. Um, which is fine. And that can be very hit or miss for me. I it's kind of like when I hear about like a really big like pop album that's kind of like part of like the poptimist sort of like movement and I check them out sometimes I'm really in awe and sometimes I'm just so fucking mad because I'm just like this is not this is just fine like this is just fine it's like how like when you hear about like a really good like tv show like on Netflix or whatever that has like yeah 98% on Rotten Tomatoes sometimes you check them out and you're like oh yeah this is like kind of incredible and then you're just like this is this is just fine and I'm so mad that (laughs) this is now like incredible like you got that that's anyway so I was kind of gearing up for that to some degree but that's not what I got. I got something that was more, yeah, it just felt a little more like conceptual. It felt like it kind of has like one foot in like the now and one foot in like the the stuff of, of yesterday. Yeah, but it doesn't it, it doesn't feel like the it doesn't have like the baggage of nostalgia. No, no. You know what I doesn't. mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not like so mired in it. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think there's like a sweet optimism to a lot of his music. There's definitely like a lot well, of that's self- why I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, of self reflection. Right. <laughs> there's a lot of um there's a lot of introspection and a lot of like, mm-hmm. you know, self criticism and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of harsh harshness. Yeah. Um, but there's just also a lot of sort of um optimism and kind of like like you were saying there is certainly like um themes at play and um things that kind of are consistent in all of his work I mean like a lot of the imagery is consistent like he talks a lot about like the hallway in um the first album and now that's like it's so silly but like one of the names of like the pits in the european tour is like hallway kitchen kitchen Mm. is another big imagery piece for him like things like that so he's very like like he sticks on how many how many how many harry styles fan fictions are are concerned the hallway kitchen (laughs) probably hundreds I don't read any Harry Styles fan fiction. Well, you would never I'm... admit that on a podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I would. Oh, no, I would. I've been reading fan fiction, Patrick, since sure. I was 11 years old. Okay. I grew, I grew up on LiveJournal. I've written my fair share. I've written my fair share of it, and I've read my fair share of it. Sure. But I, I, I really don't. I, uh, a lot of it is... Um, as they say, like, um, self-insert stuff. So it'll be like, you could like copy and paste it theoretically into like a word doc and replace, like people use like the tag Y slash N for your name. So you could theoretically like replace all of that with your name. Sure. And like, so it's a lot of self-inserty bullshit. Um, and then also of course, a lot of Larry stuff, which I assume you guys probably, John, at least if you did a little research, you probably have heard about Larry. Is that Liam and Harry or Louie and Harry? Close. Louie and Harry. Having sex. (laughs) So yeah. So it's, uh, so it's a, a long-standing conspiracy theory, and it's very much a point of contention in the fandom because sure. it's batshit and ridiculous, and it goes 
like to crazy lengths. It's actually like a really fun conspiracy theory to talk about in a setting like this. Sure. Because you could certainly do We could like also a whole do other ones on too. It. Yeah. That's <laughs> the limit. <laughs> yeah. So, but generally speaking, it's like, yeah, this conspiracy theory that yeah, they've they've been together for like ever and the management like just made them oh, kind of interesting. stay secret. Which is like just so hilarious because okay. Louis has like a child and they, right. they like to say that like his kid isn't really his kid. Meanwhile, his kid is like seven years old now and looks exactly like him. It's just like a whole hilarious. Do you know what my fan thing. fiction is? <laughs> what? I'm so excited. I'm in the studio with Future and he's <laughs> what? And he's, I love it. he's making music and he asks me, he says, what do what does this song need? And then I tell him, mm-hmm. and then he finishes the song. <laughs> it's pure. That's my fa- that's my fanfic with Paul Thomas Anderson. And and it, I'm yeah. just on set, and he's like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> that's that's honestly that's a good fanfic." Yeah, totally. I'm with that Very as pure. a fanfic. Very pure, and that's what, it that's is what pure. We're all about on the Pat and John their best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you're on your best behavior. That's true. Um, well, let's let's dive into uh, Harry's music uh, itself. So, um, as ever, we had uh, Lex bring in three songs from the playlist, and then um, Pat and I brought in a song, a piece. Um, so we're gonna start off with one of Lex's songs, and um, which is the first song that you brought in, Lex? Um, I chose Kiwi, which is off the self-titled debut. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, this is Kiwi by Harry Styles. On KPIS FM. No, that's, <laughs> that's good. Um, let's see. It worked so well. I loved that. <laughs> it was a beautiful tag. Thank you. Here we go. She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes. Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect. And all the boys, they were saying they were into it. Such a pretty face on a pretty next So this is one of the songs where I was like, wow, this is not, I was not expecting this. I know it very much comes at you, yeah. and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. It's incredible. Which live. album is this off of? This is the self-titled, so the okay. first album. This is a song where, when I saw him, the last. Do you remember show, the band Wolf Mother? Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. This is like Wolf Mother shit. Yeah, yeah, you see that. I love that. I love that reference. Or like Jet. Do you guys remember Jet? Oh, boy. oh yeah. But, you know Who doesn't I'm, love Jet? I mean, I do feel like they're not, they're lost in the zeitgeist. They are, yeah. they are. But every time I hear uh, "Are You Gonna Be My Girl," oh, yeah, it's a I great song. Off. It's a great song. Yeah. This song he played four. No, he only did it three times at the um, last show of the tour in Long Island um, in November. So just three times in a row. I like start and then stop again. I cannot imagine how fucking nuts that crowd must have gone. I should send you guys some video because we were. I was right on the barricade, like I was right in front of him. I had like VIP, and it was yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. it's no big thing. Cooler, cooler. Uh, listen, shut up because, um, like I said before, I don't spend money on people normally. I've sure. spent way too much money on this kid. So, sure. as much as I'm trying with my cool alert, I'm also like broke alert. Broke no, alert. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no need. Um, so why so why this song? Why why is this one of the the three that you that you feel are, are maybe not essential listening, but you feel are good like gateway listening? I guess for Harry, I think it's just so fun. He has a lot of songs that are 
like I said, really like self-reflective and introspective. And Mm -hmm. even if they're not necessarily like standard ballads, um, they're still like a little on the slower side, a little bit more on almost like the folk side, especially on the self-titled. And this particular song, I think is just so fucking fun. It's a great car song. It's a great like. He he has very good car music, I think. He Mm -hmm. he does. He has great car music. Every time I go to visit my parents in Jersey, (laughs) I always am like, can I go get something or whatever so I could just drive? And I always am like, blast. It great car music, um, but just in general, just very fun and sort of. I just think a song that catches a lot of people, um, people that I know who are not necessarily like fans of him or wouldn't necessarily give him a shot, yeah, hear Kiwi and they're just so taken with it. I think it just has such an identity and it's a story song, also, yeah. Um, and the lyrics are incredible, I think they're so smart. Um, and just like kind of, it, there, it's an Easter egg of a song. There are so many, um, sounds, um, that are like stuck in there based on the lyrics. Um, like when he says cactus, someone says, ouch, they poke, like poke themselves with a cactus. Like it. there's so many just like cute little things. And I think it's just such a representative of kind of like how fun and exciting his music is. Yeah. 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 I was, when I, when I heard the song, I was like, oh, this is like in a good way. This is dad rock. It is. And like, <laughs> That's the dads cool. love him. Yeah. The dads love him. There's always he's uh he's a big dad entertainer at shows. Uh, if he sees like a dad like in the pit, mm, he will speak to them. I he's love like that. the first to be like, "Hey sir, how you doing? <laughs> are you having fun?" This next one's for you. And then he yeah, he's, a, he's like, "Hey sir, how you doing? <laughs> you having fun?" <laughs> And his that, shows are like half comedy show. It's really fun to be at his shows because he just does a lot of interacting with the audience yeah. and shit. And dads, dads tend to be his prey a lot of the time. Sure. Dads and like pregnant women. Sure. Lo- loves to single them out. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've also seen like videos of him like pointing out fans who have like, can been you at multiple be pregnant shows. at a concert? Supposedly you can be pregnant at a concert. Yes. Wow. And yes, he does. Um, call out people who have been at multiple shows especially he this past tour called out a lot of people because people would like fake their birthday like some chick tried to like be like at two different shows saying it was her birthday and he knows people he's scary he can he remembers faces like incredibly well so he like immediately was like you were at another show and (laughs) said it was your birthday girl figure your birthday out he's like we love accountability on this podcast. We love accountability. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and that uh, definitely had me scared of him. I was like, I will never fake my birthday. Yeah, yeah. You know who like, also remembers faces? Who? Prince Andrew. <laughs> so on that note. Are we, um... <laughs> by, the, by that end, we're like going to um, like connect him to Prince Andrew. By no, the never, yeah. never, 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 never. <laughs> on that note, uh, Pat brought in a song. Um, and which song did you bring in, Pat? I brought She. She, okay. which I thought was a fire song. Yeah, let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of uh, of she. Here we go. Is this the is this the penultimate, the final track of Fine Line? No, I, it's not the final track. Um, it is. It's near the end, though. It is. I'm just. Stupid, oh no! It's so it's eight. It's eight out of twelve. Up. I'm. I was totally off. Totally. Off. Oh okay. Yeah. It's cl- It's 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 on the latter half. Mm-hmm. 
the production on this album is like it's really good really sounds like a million level. bucks yeah it, and i'm sure sense. it was yeah. uh-huh <laughs> this to me is very much him sort of doing his lennon and mccartney that's why i like it mm-hmm. totally because it's another story song but it's not about him which is very lennon and mccartney right And I love the little ah! with yeah, the guitar. Yeah. That's that oh, speaks yeah. to me. That speaks to me. The solo in this song. Yeah, is, the solo is sick. It's ridiculous live too. It's so incredible. His guitarist is so amazing. Mm. It's like his best friend, and he's just incredible. He was like delivering pizzas before he met Harry. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just like a session guitarist who was like delivering pizzas to like make real money. And then that she. That she solo, and then you're yeah. like, "Whoa! Yeah. How are you not like a famous musician before sure. this? Sure. It's just such a good solo." Yeah. Um. So yeah, why the song that? Just because it, just because it, it goes. Yeah, I just feel like it goes, and I and I feel like um, I don't know. It it, it reminded me of the music that like I really fell in love with when I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Like it really reminded me of um, well, it kind of reminds me of like. I want you. She's so heavy. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but it also reminds me of um. I don't know. I, I I can't I can't think of it for some reason. But but yeah, it's just great. I just yeah. liked it. Yeah, I kind of. I was like I was like really buying more into it by this point in the playlist. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, this, like I really. I, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, fish your thought. I keep interrupting. No, you. I mean he just he doesn't feel like a famous rich person cashing in. You know, I think with she, especially because it's just such a off the beaten path. It's a very one, sensual song, too. Yeah. You can just tell that he's not cashing it in. Yeah, with it's, it. very, it's sort of it's the one. Central. Yeah, it's it's the one where you realize that he's really into this rock shit. And yeah. it's not just like someone said, oh, you'd be this is the way to make money now as a solo artist. You'd be right, like the right, perfect right, rock right. star. Yeah. It's yeah. like, nah, this kid actually like. Yeah. This is what he listens to, and this it's is what he like likes. It's not like Lil Huddy living in some sort of <laughs> McMansion <laughs> right. with, uh, with fake sculptures. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is Yeah, it was definitely like, this was one of those moments while I was listening where I was just like surprised at, kind of like what Pat was saying, like just like at the level of like like texture or the different type of textures like in his yeah. music. Like that, it's like you, you get comfortable with like, oh, he's like, he's good at doing this kind of stuff or he's interested in doing this kind of stuff and then he does something else and he does it so well in a way that doesn't feel like he's cosplaying as, you know, someone else. Um, yeah, I don't know. Very, very cool. Um, all right. What's uh, what's next up from you, uh, Lex? I believe it is To Be So Lonely, which yes. I think is such a good one for what you were saying sort of like him being able to do a lot of things really well because yeah. mm. i feel like this the song is a little different than his mm. usual also right uh so. awesome well this is to be so lonely you know uh, okay play it okay <laughs> no i think it sounds better with you talking over it actually <laughs> really adds really adds to it <laughs> don't blame me Oh, I wrote this down in my notes. I call this the Fleet Foxes song. Oh my gosh. Oh, totally. It's so funny that you say that. <laughs> I, I called it the Fleet Foxes song. Yeah. That's so funny because um, 
what's his name? Father John Misty mm -hmm. loves him. Thinks oh. he said on record, you could Google it. He was sure. like, the first album is fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he's he notorious. He doesn't like a lot of things, so that's saying something. I know. So, and when he said it, I was like, yeah. Can you motherfuckers collab already? Seriously. I would love for them to write something together. I really like this chorus. Course, I have a question. Whose hand is in the album cover? Who's that? Whose hand is in the black glove? Oh, I'm sure um, there are some it's, theories. It's Tim Walker, <laughs> oh, no the theories. photographer. Yeah, he's a pretty famous English photographer. That would be cool if there were theories, but it's Tim Walker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there are probably theories about who it represents, though. If you really dig, if you dig deep. Maybe. Enough. We can get I've one going. Even... I know. Right? I don't know. Probably like a shadow self. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like that. Because this, yeah, because this album is so much about uh, uh, confronting the shittiness of you. Right. And the things that you repeatedly do wrong and don't learn from. Right. So right. I could see that. Um, this is around the time, like, this album was, was that around the time that he really sort of, like, made himself as, like, a, like, I don't know, where he really started, like, sort of, like, playing with, like, his gender expression or started, like, not, not, mm -hmm. I don't want to say not playing that up, but started like accentuating that, or that started to be accentuated. I feel like this is around mm -hmm. the time that that started happening. Okay, okay, yeah. I definitely. have a question. Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> People were like, "Oh, he's he's breaking so many boundaries." Da 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 da. -da. Where was this in 2016 when Young Thug had that was wore the dress on the album on Jeffrey? I mean, I Listen. do feel a little slighted for that. Um, <laughs> but also, at the same token, it's like n neither of those things are really accurate because I mean, think about like Brad true. Pitt in the you know in the dress for Fight Club Press. Think about fucking um, Dennis Rodman, Kirk Cobain, Dennis, Rod Dennis Rodman, exactly press. like. Yeah. Yeah, this is like long. This is, you know, this has been happening for a long time. And I think the thing with Harry, at least, is that he didn't, he never said, like, I'm out here trying to yeah. do anything. People just kind of assign that to him and yeah. people well, will that's make comparisons cool. that's all the time. That's why I respect that. Yeah. He's just kind of being him. Yeah. You can't. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, listen, like, a lot of us exist in this world and don't be ourselves for a you know and aren't ourselves for a long time so if you're sure. feeling you know if you're feeling like you can be your full true self and you know wear a dress on the cover of both sure. and go for it it's why I, <laughs> it's why i wear lululemon every day yeah i was just gonna say are you gonna wear a dress on the cover of vogue um i mean i, mean, I like crop tops no. that okay, feels very like you know i'm with I mean? it I I like a crop top. I think um, Anna Wintour will also be mm. in agreement. I'll chit chat with her or something. I would I have know. nothing to. I would, would. She and I would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. no, just uh, smize, yeah. as they say on America's Next Top Model. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um. Well. So okay. So this now this is the this is the part of the show where I express Maybe that I have some I have some beef. Like with uh oh. with lex this is where i said oh, I, I, love... I forget what i said before we started rolling i said i have a, a bone to pick with you which yes, is you did i didn't you didn't strike me you have not struck me as the withholding type however you did withhold when you made this playlist for us what what i assume that by doing this these are you're saying that this these are the essential tracks that if you walk yeah. into a, a harry styles concert or a group of harry styles stands uh 
you need to be acquainted with these songs and that's going to prevent you from saying the wrong thing and then causing everyone to like look down and like you know say right. you know, all that kind of stuff and right. you left off this song that i selected because again this is not on the playlist because i listened to the albums right this song okay, from shit. fine line which i thought was just remarkable and this I thought song, it was just remarkable. <laughs> just remarkable. Uh, <laughs> this is a song called Falling. Oh, man. I left. <laughs> Do it's you okay. want a reason? Uh, Do you want a reason? Well, well, listen to it, and then you can say your reason. So this, Beautiful. This, okay. is, this is the song that I brought in. Um, I knew as soon as I heard it that this was the one I had to, had to bring in. Uh, and this is, uh, this is Falling from Fine Line by Harry Styles. It's obviously a slightly lower key than everything else that we've listened to thus far. That's part of why I didn't think it. Okay, okay. I have another reason. Okay. It's not what I meant. And I can't take it back. This is a good song, John. Thank you. I didn't write it, but I appreciate that. (laughs) I have a question. Wait, wait. The the chorus is too too good. It's too good. I mean, my God, come on, come on. What are we doing here? Good shit, good shit. What are we doing here? What were you going to oh say, Pat? Good. What were you going to say, Pat? Yeah, what were you going to say? No, I was like, I was like, was him being wet a reference to Dunkirk? <laughs> Did you guys see, I'm, I'm assuming you saw Dunkirk. Oh, oh, oh. Pat, you, Pat, you probably saw it on like whatever, what... I, I saw it on the big, the biggest screen. What's so the what's I. the AMC in Lincoln Center? That's what's where the AMC uh, the Lincoln Square one. That's where I went to. Yeah, I saw it in seventy millimeter. It's so good, genuinely yeah. one of my favorites. And like, yeah. I remember going to see it, and we were all like, we had no idea like his level of involvement. We mm. truly thought he was just going to be like he's really good he in the film, yeah, and he has good. the most lines. Yeah. Like all of the, we were like, holy shit! Sure. Yeah, what sure. the fuck? Like, cause you know, it's like a fairly like low on the dialogue right. movie. Yeah. Uh, we were like sh- absolutely shook. We like could not believe how good he was. Um, I wish that was a reference to Dunkirk. <laughs> that would be funny as shit. Um, did you watch, I guess you watched the music video then, Pat, for it. Or you, did you know about the wet? How'd you know about the oh, wet? Oh, cause it was just, it was th- where, where it's, that's the video oh, that right, we because it's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I forgot. The, the music video is like in here. I yeah, uh, um, because I was like, did you watch it before this secretly? And no, you're no. Just like, Pat, you, you, you hadn't heard it before before we just played. No, it. I hadn't you, heard it before. Right you got now, it. oh, okay, you got okay. It. So that 
So that reaction was pure, genuine, yeah, beautiful, Just pure, genuine, pure, genuine. That's why beautiful. we're that's why we're pivoting to reaction videos uh, on YouTube after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, like the only reason why I didn't pick that one is really because it is like a more slower one, and mm-hmm. I tend to feel like with him, I guess because it is a ballad and it's not necessarily yeah. poppy. But it is sort of, I guess, a little more on the poppy side. So it is a piano ballad. And yeah. It's very sparse. Um, and it kind of just reminds me a lot of what, like, a lot of the, like, big singers yeah. in pop do now. Like totally. a Demi Lovato or, you know, just somebody who has, like, a powerhouse voice. Yeah, Adele. And Adele. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's sort of, like, their, you know, pinnacle sort of tactic future, for future. music. <laughs> does a version of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of their big tactics or their 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 money shot of sorts. And like yeah. I don't necessarily feel like it's Harry's strength. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. He's a great he's great at ballads and he's an incredible singer, but yeah. I think there's a lot of exciting stuff in the more upbeat songs. No, you're, but you're I love right. that you love this. Yeah, it's just it's so it's so raw. I mean the the chorus. It is. I mean, like I just I love like it's the same reason what I love about this is the same the same reason why I love like Hank Williams so much. It's just like those it's just the it's the hits, you know, it's just like it's going back to the basics. The you know, the the chorus is um what am I now? What if I'm someone I don't want around? I'm falling again. And then the second part of the chorus mm. is uh, what if I'm down? What if I'm out? What if I'm someone you won't talk about? I'm falling again. You know, it's just like mm. how we feel about ourselves, how other people feel about yeah. us. Like the two poles, the two poles. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like, like I said, a big one for like self-reflection on this album. Because mm-hmm. this album is just so fine line. It's just so much about like, I did some bullshit and I keep doing this bullshit. I keep repeating the same mistakes. Yeah. And mm. what if I'm becoming a person that I don't want to be? And how do I stop myself from becoming that person? Yeah. And, you know, um, giving myself more to the people that I love. Does he, um, does he play this one live? He does. Yeah. He, now he plays almost everything from both albums. Cause okay. like the first, first tour he played obviously his 10 songs yeah. and then did a lot of like he did a couple of one direction things um and then some covers um but now he plays almost everything from both albums that's really cool. less so less so on the self-titled because it's the older album yeah. and more of fine line but no like at least last tour no covers or anything wow. like that just only the only thing was uh what makes you beautiful gotcha and then like um he did some shows here oh that was probably fun he does it all the time. That it's song, part of the set. That song fucking whips. It's a great I've, song. I, I've it's been ride or die for that song. Like you guys long. should, uh, you guys should definitely listen to. Like I'll find you guys a video and I'll send it to you of one from the tour because he has he does a different arrangement a oh, little cool. bit. So it's a little bit more him now. Yeah. Than sure. Than then, and it's really nice. It's just so fun, and he likes doing it. It's definitely not like oh, I like have to put this right. in. It's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the most fun. It's not. Songs. It's not Radiohead playing creep. No, exactly. Where they're like, all right, like yeah. we're going to a stroke show and, and <laughs> listening to them play all the hits. And you're like, wow, all these people hate each other. Yeah. Even though like mm. I love the strokes and don't care. And it's sure. still fun to go see them. But we right, leave sure. and we're like, wow, Julian was on one that night. Sure. sure. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's very different. Um, yeah, it's, it's not quite that, which is nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, what makes you beautiful is a good one. Yes. Um, but uh but yeah this is totally falling is falling is a great one it's just very uh 
very introspective. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't know me, but I'm an introspective <laughs> guy. Some some are saying. Some have said. Yeah. Have said. Um, all right. So to round it out, uh, this is the third song that Lex brought in. And uh, which song is this, Lex? This is Golden. All right. This is Golden. Also from Fine Line. Title, not title track, but first track. Uh-huh. Though the title track from Fine Line is very good. The last like so the last two good. minutes. The last two minutes. Oh, it's incredible. Another great one live. Yeah. This one also is great live. Sure. Just in general, he's great live. <laughs> You'd recommend very you, fun. You can get tickets, go to that show. Yeah, you can't get tickets, oh, but okay. uh <laughs> I'm like you can't, but uh, it's a whole project in yeah, and of itself. I don't doubt it. I literally had a, a few people getting tickets for us for uh, the London show on Monday, so it was like a whole project. Yeah, you're going to London to see him? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I've been a lot of places to see him. <laughs> I've been to Vegas, LA, Phoenix. I've seen him like six or seven times at MSG. You're like a deadhead in the '70s. Yeah pretty much my friends are worse like my friends go everywhere worse my or one better friend, better yeah, better but go. worse sure, than that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but they go they go so many more shows than i do my one friend she's also a journalist so it helps yeah. to have like a flexi schedule <laughs> <laughs> this is a killer opening track very good opening track it's it's really fun good car song yes really exciting to hear live and good pump up um here's a question for you um this album sort of like made waves well it it made waves when it first came out it was like very critically acclaimed and appeared on a lot of like you know end of the year lists um but it recently appeared on a a notable list and it sort of got people talking about it again um i want to make sure i have this right yes uh, recently, Rolling Stone re-released their list of the 500 greatest albums of all time, and this album was number 491 on that list. What was your What was your response to that? To it being on there, was that like a situation where you're like, I totally agree? Were you like, I love this music, but like, I don't know about that? What was What was your like initial take on on that? I mean, obviously, lists are you know they're bullshit yeah. largely, but <laughs> I'm just curious how you responded to that. I love a list. Um, I think something like that, it's so broad. Mm-hmm. Like doing like a top 500 of anything is like, it's just a lot. And I commend all the writers who like worked on that freaking list. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I definitely think it was awesome to have it included. I think that it kind of made me really confident in something that I think about a lot regarding Harry, which is that I think obviously now he's coming up even more so, and it's only getting bigger and better, the more projects that he does and stuff. But I think that, um, you know, down the line, um, we're going to like, really like be like, wow, we like underestimated, like how huge he was going to be and how important he's going to be to music and, you know, Mm. how important he's going to be to a lot of people's music tastes and Mm. all of that stuff. So future. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah, future. Exactly. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I kind of, um, I'm not surprised. I'll say one thing. I'm not surprised about the inclusion because he's very good buddies with 
the the Rolling Stone crew. Uh-huh. Him and Rob Sheffield are pals. Uh, so hey. not like it's yeah. nepotism or anything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just kind of like, they love him. They love his music. So yeah. I'm not surprised that they wanted to include him. Um, but I think it um I think it says a lot about his staying power in the industry and what yeah. he's gonna uh, you know, be proving himself to have done, you know, some years down the line. He's yeah. not even 30, so got a long time to go. Yeah, he's, I saw he was 20, he'll 27. Be, he'll, he'll be 28 next Tuesday. Hey, 28 next Tuesday. Oh, he, uh, February 1st. Okay. He's an Aquarius. Yep. I'm an Aquarius as well. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a textbook Aquarius. He's very, just what does that all... even mean <laughs> <laughs> he's very like uh he's very aloof and um but like not in a mean way just sort of in his own head and he's very um he's very <laughs> now i feel pressure i'm like trying to figure out what are his aquarius qualities he's just sort of very creative aquarian honestly very, like... you could make it up and i'd be yeah, like, you okay. and you'd be those like are wow the, those yeah. are the qualities of an aquarius like a word like, yeah that's gospel cool. that's canon but he definitely is like very text, but he's very like sort of aloof and like um, bad at communication a little bit um, from a relationship standpoint and like all that um, very noncommittal and sure. um, very like in his head creative. This is all sure. stuff that we What's all. What's his relationship like with his mother? Because he's attracted to older women. Yeah, he's obsessed with his mom. His mom, he has a great relationship with his mom. No, so see, that, that, comes that as doesn't no surprise. make sense to me. Because I oh, would think yeah. that if he had a good oh. relationship with his mom, he'd be all set on that. He wouldn't be dating someone. Not that there's anything wrong, right? I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's just interesting. No, you're right. It's you're right. It is kind of weird. He's an yeah, enigma. It is kind most of likely, like... he's yeah. an enigma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just likes. Because wasn't he, he dating know. someone when he was like 17, and and she was like. The Love yes. Island woman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Caroline Flack, when he was like 17, like right out of X Factor, because she did a little bit of a guest judging stint when they were on X Factor, and they met that way. And she was, yeah, she was like 30 or 31 at the time. Mm. And she actually never lived that down. And mm. so I feel really bad for her because that's sort of um, the beginning of the snowball of, unfortunately, not to get dark, but why she killed herself because yeah. she killed herself a few years ago. Yeah. Um, it was it was the beginning of the snowball. That certainly right, yeah. wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back, but she has been getting shit for that for a long time. And it was, you know, a consensual relationship. I mean, obviously, there's a lot. It's a loaded term and there's a lot you can say about someone being underage, being able to consent. Right. But like, for all intents and purposes, he also was like, no, 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 stop no, no, hating no. on her. No, 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 no. Like, stop hating on her. No, 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 no. Not you. I don't think I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, it's just interesting that, like, he's, it is. he's yeah. dating these older women and it's like, oh, but, but he, he is. He, he cares about his mom. He's really close with his mom, like sure. very close. She was actually the one who like signed him up for X Factor and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. Like was like, I know he wouldn't do it himself, but I know he should do it. Like, sure. so I'm gonna sign him sure. up and whatever. And like my yeah, parents she's... taking me to college visits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> ex- exactly. Being you're going here. Come yeah, on, yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he has a great relationship with her. Yes, funnily enough. So interesting. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> well, I feel like there's... Just Aquarius things, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Just Aquarius things. <laughs> I also I know, have a relationship with like my mom, on the spot. Very, my very encouraging mother. So this, this all okay, totally... Okay, so there you go. totally checks out. All right, I don't know about that, then it, it maybe not be an Aquarius thing, but... What, having a good yeah. relationship with your mother? Yeah, it might be or it might not be. 
I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean, two two Aquarians have good relationships with their very encouraging mother. So I mean, yeah. so it seems like it's a thing, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll take that. That's all yeah. the proof. Eliminate I need. it. Put it in the book. Um, there you go. Awesome. Well, I feel like this is as as good a note as any to uh, to end on. Um, this was so great. I really like. I this was something that I like. There have been a couple moments, like when I was hearing a lot of the discourse um, about Harry's like latest album. Like I, I want to check it out, but it's just like you know, you you only have so much. You only have so much time. Um, you know, I mean, how can I, Amen. how can I, you know, uh, listen to that when I have to do like my weekly re-listen of Blink One Eighty Two's discography, right? So, listen, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's the story of my freaking life. Exactly. I honestly listen to the same shit on repeat all the time. Right. Yeah. So. And truth be told, Harry isn't always in that rotation. I'll be completely honest. You as much as him. I like. No, right? Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, as much as I like am up his ass, it's, yeah, it, there are other things to take precedent. Yeah. Like the Blink-182 re-listen. Right, right. I'm all about that. Yeah. So, but it's also great to, to venture out into, into a, a new world. And I'm, very, and I'm very glad that I ventured out into, uh, into this new world. And I've gotten the sense that Pat, Pat feels the same way. No. I'm, I'm it's I'm it's cool he's there. he's there I I like getting new music you know what I'm saying yeah I genuinely was so shocked that you guys picked this one I absolutely was like I'm of not all my topics I mean, I mean I did it so I'm yeah. not shocked that I I'm not shocked no, at my you, own actions but no you did you did do it but I, I was very shocked because most of the time I find people are not necessarily gunning to listen to me speak about him for an hour and 50 minutes like mean girls word vomit style so i appreciate you guys giving me that platform to do that pat and i are built different what can we say built different (laughs) clearly there's one thing we could say after 77 78 episodes of this we are sensitive just an aquarius and a taurus things (laughs) just just an aquarius and a taurus oh my gosh um lex where can uh where can people find you on the internet if you so desire to be found on the internet i totally desire to be found sadly <laughs> i say i don't love to be perceived but you know i uh my first my first uh my first job in this world was acting so right. i definitely love to be perceived right um you can find me on instagram and twitter nikon america nikon like the camera america like the country mm-hmm. um that is where i post everything that i'm doing with my radio show your niche is dead um all of my publications if you're interested in my writing or my film criticism um that's really instagram and twitter are the place to find me awesome and do you have a are you a are you a link tree a link tree baby I am a Linktree baby, okay. and you could—it's just slash Nikon America. So same username. Dope. Um, you can find yeah. you can find links to that in the uh, in the show notes, um, along with uh, a link to uh, your niche is dead. Um, and you should definitely keep up with um, with Lex's uh, stuff. Her both her journalism stuff is really cool, and also her writing and her her, her more creative stuff, like her poetry, is very cool. So uh, there's lots to uh, lots to keep yourself busy with uh, in a in a good way on that front. Thanks, John. Of so course. nice. Thanks for coming on. And uh, oh my gosh, it was a pleasure. As ever, if you are enjoying the podcast, uh, please rate and review it. Uh, leave a leave a rating and a review on the podcast app, and leave a rating I, on Spotify. Yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah. You can yeah, do yeah. now. Um, and uh, that's pretty much pretty much all that we got. Um, you got anything, Pat? Well, let me just leave you <laughs> with. Though in the words of the actual penultimate track from Fine Line, 
and something that I think Harry very much wants us to do. <laughs> Treat people with kindness. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.